Now let's look finally at one of the major differences between the Bible and these other holy books that we've mentioned throughout this episode. And that is the Bible has has been filled with literally hundreds of prophecies. And one of these, and many of these prophecies, okay, have been fulfilled. All right. These are over one, there are over 100 prophecies, okay, in the Old Testament that predict events that would happen in the life of Jesus hundreds of years before they happened. Not, you know, just a few years, hundreds of years before it happened. Can you even predict what the weather will be like tomorrow? Let alone specific events of years before they, uh, specific events, hundreds of years before they happen? No. So let's look at some of these prophecies that have been fulfilled. You know, it was prophesied many years before his coming that the Messiah would be born of the tribe of Judah. Okay. This was predicted in the first book of the Bible, Genesis 29 verse 10, which says the scepter will not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from his, from between his feet until he to whom it belongs shall come and the obedience of the nations shall be his. Okay. So this was prophesied in the first book of the Bible. Now look at Luke 3 verses 23 and 33. Now Jesus himself was about 30 years old when he began his ministry. He was the son. So it was thought of Joseph, the son of Heli, the son of Judah, born of the tribe of Judah. Do you see that? So fulfilled in the New Testament. Look again. Let's uh, move forward to before Jesus was crucified. It says that he was prophes- it was prophesied that he would be silent at his trial. And this was uh, predicted in the Old Testament, in the book of Isaiah 53, verse 7, which says, He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. Now, let's go to Matthew 27, verses 12 to 14, and it says, When he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate asked him, Don't you hear the testimony they are bringing against you? But Jesus made no reply, not even to a single charge, to the great amazement of the governor. Look at its fulfillment to the T in the New Testament. And now there are so many prophecies throughout the Bible that speak about Jesus' coming um, from heaven. So please, I recommend that you go ahead and research those because you will see that these prophecies are not just a little bit um, fulfilled, but they are they are fulfilled to the letter, to the T, all right? But let's look at one more major prophecy, and this is the big one, and that is the birth and rebirth of the nation of Israel. So look, about uh, 4,000 years ago, God called a man named Abram to come out of his country and depart from his father's house. And he made these promises to him, and this can be found in Genesis 12 and Genesis 13. I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you, and make your name great, so you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Look at that amazing promise. Now moving on. And the Lord said that said to Abram, Now lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are, northward and southward and eastward and westward. For all the land which you see I will give to you and to your descendants forever. 
Now to simplify, God promised one, a great nation to Abram, two, a great name, three, being a blessing to all nations, and four, a land which shall forever belong to his descendants, a land that will never leave his family name. Now, Israel did indeed become a great nation. Moses led them out of captivity and Joshua led them into that land that was promised to them. Now, throughout this time, God did warn them about disobeying the laws he has established and said that he would use other nations such as Babylon and Rome to remove them from their land if they disobeyed. And in the end, what did they do? They disobeyed him, worship other gods, and as decreed, they were dispersed from their land by Babylon and other empires for almost 2,000 years, all right? And for 1,900 years, the Jews wandered the earth as nomads and were greatly persecuted. We can see this in World War II, in the Holocaust, where more than 6 million Jews were exterminated. Yet, against all the odds, the people came back as one nation, and the state of Israel was reborn on May 14th. 1948, during this time that we're living in, okay? The Jews began to return to the land that was promised with their culture, language, traditions, and religion intact. So, you know, you've been spread out for 2,000 years. You've been dispersed for 2,000 years. Most nations that have that's happened to are absorbed into another culture or are utterly destroyed and there's no trace of them anymore and you'll probably see where they ended. But look at Israel, 2,000 years they have been dispersed, but yet they come back with their culture, language, traditions, and religion intact. And, you know, they are still, they still have their identity. Now, name me one nation, all right, that has survived 2,000 years after being dispersed all over the world. I doubt you will find another one like Israel. And listen to this. They have not only survived, but all those nations that persecuted them, Moab, Ammon, Philistia, and many others, these nations have been destroyed or, like I said, absorbed into another culture. Now, the Jews, after all this time, still retained their identity as a people, even after that 2,000 years of dispersion. That's amazing, right? Look at that amazing prophecy and its amazing fulfillment. Let's take this statistic. I want to give you a statistic, okay? For example, because we want to look at this staggering probability of prophecies coming true, okay? So the chance that any man, okay, might have lived down to the present time and fulfilled all eight prophecies, this is Jesus, is in one in 10 to the power of 17. And that would make, I didn't even know this number existed, that would be one in 100 quadrillion. That is one with 17 zeros behind it. That, that would literally be me five minutes saying zero, 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 zero. So to understand this staggering probability, let's say we take silver dollars, okay, and 10 to the power of 17 silver dollars and lay them on the face of, say, Texas, okay, and they, and they would cover the state two feet deep. Now we mark one of these silver dollars, we mark it and we stir the whole mass, we put it back in and we stir the whole mass of silver dollars on the face of Texas. And we ask one man, we tell him, 
you can travel as far as you like, blindfolded, but he must pick up one silver dollar. And that silver dollar has to be the one that was marked. What chance would he have of getting the right one? Like, really, what is the chance that he would get the right one? This is the exact same chance the prophets would have had of writing these eight prophecies and having them all be fulfilled in any one man from their day to our present time. And yet they were all fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Consider that for a moment. Consider that probability and consider that it was fulfilled. Consider how the Bible was written, the numerous archaeological finds, the proofs and the fulfillment of hundreds of prophecies given thousands of years ago. Truly, what other holy book compares? Consider that for a moment. And that is my answer to the Word of God. And that is my answer to that question, how is the Bible the Word of God? So I hope you've learned something from that. Please don't hesitate to comment like I always say. I love responding to your comments. I would try my best to respond the best way possible to your question because I want you to understand um, and have clarity about what I'm speaking about. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you've enjoyed this Q&A series. And I hope you join us tomorrow as well for the next question. As I say every episode, have an amazing week and remember that God loves you. Stay safe.